I call you guys the originals, the original SaaS gangsters because podcasting was my first medium to get this SaaS data out there. And now we've got a best-selling book out called capitalistbook.com. It would mean so much for me if you grabbed it and read pages 197 to 220 where I talk about taking over your competitor's distribution channels with email scripts that I use for guest bloggers and chapter nine, page 151 to 171, where I show you how I buy and sell SaaS companies for very cheap. You guys can do this whether you're just starting out or you're running a $100 million ARR company. Go grab the book today at capitalistbook.com. And if you want a free preview, scroll halfway down capitalistbook.com and you'll see a bunch of screenshots. In the meantime, here's an excerpt from the book. Chapter 11, how to get rich by copying your competitors and why inventing something new is a sure way to lose. People are going to copy your product if you build great stuff. Just because Yahoo has a search box doesn't make it Google. Evan Spiegel When I show up to an entrepreneur meetup and ask someone what their idea is, I often hear, I can't share my idea until you sign this NDA. This person thinks their idea is so good they'll win over the whole market. Couldn't be further from the truth. Brand new ideas almost always lose and cost boatloads of money. You already know what I think about copying other people's ideas. Do it. You're stupid if you don't. See chapter two if you need a reminder why. In this chapter, I'll show you exactly how to copy, add your own twist, and then out-execute. Winners don't have new ideas. Rather, they copy the heck out of their competitors, then add their own flavor or unique angle to win. This way, you're just making a new move on the board, not inventing a brand new board game. Every successful player does this. Facebook released Marketplace, which is a better-designed version of Craigslist. Stripe is a payment processor with an easier-to-use API. Venmo, PayPal, Square Cash, and Google Play all do the same thing with a twist. Rockefeller copied other people's steel mills, then changed one procedure related to oil refining and sulfur to print money. Have you seen those sections at the bottom of major blogs that showcase sponsored content or related posts? Companies like Outbrained and Taboola have dominated this space for years, but it didn't stop John Lemp at RevContent from throwing his weight into the competition. In 2017, RevContent processed $184 million of ad spend through its platform, collecting 25% of that as revenue. This is a prime example in which a big thinker ignored the conventional wisdom that you must have a new idea. Instead, he went right after business models already proven and is now chipping away at their lead. Don't let your ego be so big as to think your idea has never been done before. If no one else is doing it, there may be a reason why. And even if you do have a brilliant new idea, you'll make a profit much quicker by building on something that already exists. You'll have plenty of time and money to launch your genius invention after you've made bank by copying. From affiliate to competitor, $18 million business apps versus $2.4 million build fire. Copying your competitors can make you rich even if you never scale to their size. Ian Blair proved this when he launched Buildfire while still in college. Buildfire is a drag and drop software that lets people create mobile apps without any tech expertise. Think WordPress for apps. Buildfire is a lot like another company, Business Apps, 
which Ian previously used to build apps for small businesses. After about a year of Ian creating one-off apps, he realized that the big money was not in client work, but in building a software competitor to business apps. I love the story that the numbers here tell. Since launching BuildFire in 2012, Ian has raised $2.5 million in investor funding and has 31 employees at age 25. His annual revenue in 2017 was $2.4 million, and his current monthly recurring revenue is $300,000 per month. When we chatted on Skype, Ian called me from his $850,000 apartment with a full view of the San Diego skyline behind him. While Ian built his empire by copying a competitor, business apps numbers show that they're still killing it. Andrew Gazdecki launched the company in 2010 with 110,000 in investor funding. Today, Andrew, at age 28, has 90 employees with 18 million in 2017 revenue. His current monthly recurring revenue is $1.5 million per month. Now, I'm a numbers geek, so I could go on and on, but the takeaway here is that even though Andrew's business is more successful, Ian was still able to create a multi-million dollar empire by directly copying Andrew's idea. And Andrew's idea wasn't all that new anyway. Other drag-and-drop app builders existed before business apps, and the whole concept is a riff on drag-and-drop website software like Wix, Squarespace, and Weebly. I'm going to show you how to do the same, and how I did it with my past two companies. Much of my advice in this chapter is related to the software space, since that's where I do most of my work. But you can apply these tactics to any industry, whether you're running a restaurant, knitting company, professional services business, or software. Whatever you do, your first step is to find an idea to copy. And ideas are lurking everywhere. You just need to know where to look. Eight places to find digital and software products selling fast. If you're thinking about launching a software business, try looking in these places for industries that are hot. One, siftery.com, which allows you to see what companies are actually getting new customers. The site then ranks tools, mostly software, that have landed the most new customers over the most recent time period. Folks, money doesn't lie. If people are becoming customers of a new product in droves, you know it's a hot space. Siftery covers several software categories, including marketing, sales and business development, customer support, product and design, analytics and data science, HR, finance, and accounting, along with productivity. The second place you can look for trends is gitlatka.com, which allows you to see the customer counts, revenue figures, pricing metrics, and other data points on private software companies. If you're thinking about launching a piece of software, check this site out to see how others with similar sorts of software are doing. And yes, that's a site I curate at gitlatka.com, G-E-T-L-A-T-K-A.com. The third place you can look is builtwith.com. It's a site that will tell you what technologies other websites use. In other words, it lets you see what pickaxes the gold miners are using. If you're interested in the e-commerce space, it'd be valuable to know who currently has how much market share. You can then reverse engineer why the winners are winning and losers are losing to increase your chances of success in the same space. Go to builtwith.com and click Tools in the dropdown to start exploring trends. Specifically, you want to click Web Technology Trends in the main menu and then e-commerce from the column on the left. 
a chart pops up which shows me that WooCommerce has 10%, Magento 11%, Shopify 9%, and other platforms 44% of the e-commerce market. Understanding who has what percentages of e-commerce technology allows you to decide who to go after. Why does WooCommerce have 10%? Why does Shopify have 9%? Is there a company in that 44% that you can buy to jumpstart your entry into the space? These are the kinds of things you can learn using builtwith.com. Another good place to check is techcrunch.com. It's a blog focused on the technology sector. Across the bottom of the site, you can view all recent rounds of funding. If you see a large amount of money going into a particular company, you can assume that space is hot. Venture capitalists don't invest unless they see a billion-dollar opportunity. Hijack their research by looking at what they are investing in. You can also use TechCrunch's side navigation to look at funding sorted by the investors, the funding size, and the industry. For example, when I click on a company, TechCrunch reveals more detail. I click on Babbler and see that it's in the PR space. You might use the product to figure out if they have some special twist that other companies in the PR space don't have. Remember, VCs invest only where they think they can get 10x or higher returns. You're hunting for the reason investors see 10x opportunity in the business so you can copy the best parts and then invent your own twists to make it better. Another way to learn about hot software trends is to listen to podcasts that feature entrepreneurs. In my 15-minute daily podcast at the top, I ask every CEO what their favorite online tool is. This helps me find great new tools and markets to research. If I like a space, I'll decide if I want to buy a company in the space, build one myself, or invest in one that already exists. If you want to listen to the podcast, go to nathanlacka.com forward slash the top iTunes, or just on your phone right now, open up your iTunes app and search Nathan Latka the top. Other podcasts great for discovering new tools and markets are The Art of Charm, The Tim Ferriss Show, and The $100 MBA. Another tactic I use to find hot software products is I search large LinkedIn groups. If there are a bunch of members in a LinkedIn group called Amazon Analytics, you can assume there's interest in the space. If you choose to build a tool for the space, congrats, you already have your first distribution channel. Let's say you're selling a digital product. You'd search LinkedIn for groups relating to digital marketing and see that one of the biggest is Digital Donut, with more than 1.5 million members. From there, find the admins and message the group owner. Your goal is to build a relationship with them so that eventually they'll feel comfortable and excited to email their group about a product you might be working on. It's a huge distribution channel opportunity. My first outreach to the Digital Donuts owner sounded like this. Hey John, we just raised $2 million from a Forbes billionaire for a digital marketing idea that we believe embodies the future, but we're not really sure. I'd like your feedback on how we plan to spend the $2 million and on the secret project we're developing that ultimately drove the billionaire to invest. More details here, and I linked to the fundraising article. I then said, are you open to connect for 30 minutes and discuss? If so, what is the best email to reach you at? Then I said, thanks, Nathan. He ultimately replied, and we built a working relationship. Another place to look is Facebook groups. Use Facebook search to find clusters of groups around a certain industry. Let's say you create a journal and decide that entrepreneurs are among your target audience. You'd search for entrepreneur-related groups and reach out to the group owners to try to build a relationship. Eventually, you'd try figuring out how to cross-promote your product into their group. 
That's obviously a delicate art, but there are clusters of people you can go after. Distribution channels you can monopolize once you decide what market your product fits into. And lastly, you can look in Slack groups. I'm part of a Slack group called Sales Hackers, where more than 700 account executives, C-suite executives, and other sales tool users talk about their favorite tools and why they use them. It's a great way to get a soft read on what products are hot or not. Use slacklist.info to find Slack lists in any industry. The first software company I built was called Heyo.com, H-E-Y-O.com, which helped companies drag and drop together Facebook applications. My sense that the space was hot came from the fact that many others were getting funding. In October 2010, Buddy Media raised an additional $27 million from top-tier investors. Wildfire, another competitor, raised $10 million. Involver raised $8 million in October 2010. It was very clear that the space would produce many winners, and it did, to the tune of $1 billion in exits in late 2012. Many people would look at the space and conclude that they shouldn't compete because they don't have funding, or that the other guys were years ahead. Totally false. Think about it this way. If investors are sinking all that money into one industry, they're growing the industry and making it easier for you to find new customers. You turn their resources into your resources when you join the space that they're pouring money into. Following this sort of playbook will help you consistently create business wins. Once you identify an industry that you think is hot, plot out who is leading and reverse engineer their growth. Reverse engineer, the easy way to see your competitors' systems. Companies use all sorts of methods to drive growth, ranging from free content marketing to million-dollar-a-month paid marketing campaigns. In order to beat a competitor, you have to understand where they get their food from, their fuel. Then, slowly siphon their food supply. If you can't figure out where they eat, don't attack. Here's how I figure out why companies are growing and how they're getting customers. Boom. What do you guys think? There's another excerpt for you. So again, if you go grab the book right now at capitalistbook.com, you'll see the full list that I use to figure out why companies are growing and how they're getting customers, which then means I can reverse engineer their distribution channels and win big. Now, you guys know I know all this information because I interview thousands of B2B SaaS CEOs. So I've curated all their information and essentially put it in the book. So capitalistbook.com to pick up on those tactics, start on page 213. Or if you want a free preview, go to capitalist capitalistbook.com and scroll down. You'll see screenshots and free previews. But this book, guys, it's going to be a huge hit. We're going to sell lots of copies, 20, 50, 100,000. A lot of people are saying, Nathan, this is the new four-hour work week. Some very smart people are telling me this. So it's going to do well. I hope you guys go grab a copy at capitalistbook.com. Or if you're driving just when you park or you're stopped, remember to go Google search Latka book and look it up to get a free preview. All right, guys, again, until next time, until tomorrow, where we go to the top again, I hope you enjoy the book, capitalistbook.com.